This is a sample from Luciano Cozzi's book, Responding to Suffering. To find out more about the book, please visit suffering.gfcri.org. That is suffering.gfcri.org. Introduction Asking the Hard Questions I will never forget that day, in the heart of the Eastern Italian Alps. I was a young, inexperienced pastor, with much to learn. An older man had called asking to meet with me, because he had some questions. Of course, I was eager to provide answers to him, but the Lord had something else in mind. I remember a brief exchange of pleasantries, as we sat outside at the table of a small coffee shop, overlooking the majesty of the Alpine Mountains. At one point, he changed his posture and became serious. I have a question, he said, that has haunted me for many years. He mentioned that he had asked other ministers before, but he was still unable to put it to rest. His speech became somber, carefully articulated, and almost whispered as he told me how he had survived a Nazi concentration camp. He spoke briefly about some of the horrors he had witnessed, and occasionally glanced at me, as if to make sure he could go on. He told me that he had not been a believer, but he had some Christian friends in the camp, who were people of faith and of prayer, who looked up to God, and deeply believed in His love and grace. With heaviness in his heart, he described how he had watched them be consumed by hunger and illness, right before his eyes, and how several of them had died in his arms. Yet, he, the unbeliever, was still alive. Then he looked at me with a penetrating stare and asked, If God is really good, and if He is really powerful, then why? Why did He let His people suffer so much, and die? Why did He let me, who was cursing Him, and running away from Him, live instead? A long pause followed. Then, he added, can you help me find the answer? This is a sample from Luciano Cozzi's book, Responding to Suffering. To find out more about the book, please visit suffering.gfcri.org. That is, suffering.gfcri.org. I will always remember how inadequate I felt. I wished my training, as a young pastor, had prepared me for an encounter like that. All the nicely stacked theories I had studied, did not even touch the surface of that question. All the conveniently memorized verses, all the concepts categorized by topic, and the difficult scriptures I had learned to explain and debate, it all proved useless before that monumental task. That encounter did much more for me than just teach me a lesson of humility. It planted a seed in my mind, an ever-present question. Why would God allow all that? That question never left me through the years, but always demanded an answer, however limited. It helped me appreciate the enormity of the big questions of life, and forced me to look at God from a different perspective. It was not until pain struck home, however, that the questions became so personal and so urgent, that they lost every appearance of rhetoric and philosophy. They became the consuming reality that they should have always been. We cannot pick and choose what to look at, in order to formulate neat and simple answers to problems that are as big as life itself. Let's not talk about that, I used to hear, but that is exactly what we should talk about, because the pain, the anguish, the evils of injustice and violence, not only exist, but they confront us daily. The more we try not to talk about these matters, and ignore the hard questions, the more they face us in all their crude reality.
This is a sample from Luciano Cozzi's book, Responding to Suffering. To find out more about the book, please visit suffering.gfcri.org. That is suffering.gfcri.org. The last several decades have seen a proliferation of evil in the form of the rejection of any rule or law that regulates an individual's behavior in our society. We have seen a considerable increase in open defiance of the law, which has led to confusion, disorders, chaos, and irresponsibility. The social connections that were intended to bind us together have been breaking down, resulting in the idea that we have the right to live outside the moral structures of our society. Our sense of entitlement has led many to feel justified in their selfish disregard of the law. Riots, sabotages, mass killings, a fascination with anything that is evil and violent, have filled the pages of our newspapers, as well as our entertainment. Still, this world is not black and white. It is much more complex. In the midst of such lawlessness, God's voice can still be heard calling us to depart from the evils of this world, and overcome it with good, responding to it with godly love. All around us, if we have eyes to see it, we can find many examples of God's love being expressed in and through humanity. People sacrificing themselves to help those who are in need, expressions of care and compassion in everyday acts, a helping hand in a moment of difficulty, a caring word, a surprise gift that saved the day, and so much more, are all small glimpses of God's image still manifest in our humanity. They are small, but important expressions of God's love. Each one of these acts is like a small flame burning in the darkness, and together they shine brightly, reminding us that not everything in our world is evil. This mixture of good and evil, as old as humanity itself, is also part of the question. It is in this mixed world, that is not totally good, but also not totally evil, that we have a chance to make a difference. We can choose to respond to evil with good, and in so doing bring a little more of God's light into the world, or we can follow the ways of this world, and be trapped in its darkness. This is a sample from Luciano Cozzi's book, Responding to Suffering. To find out more about the book, please visit suffering.gfcri.org. That is suffering.gfcri.org. There is really no escape. In one way or another, sooner or later, we must all face these questions and make some vital choices. The very nature of this confusing reality requires an introspective look, deep into our core beliefs and philosophy of life. We find ourselves questioning our preconceived ideas, as we are confronted by a reality we would rather ignore. This is not an easy journey, nor a sterile observation of something that does not impact us personally. In our struggles with pain and grief, however, we are not left alone. There are answers. God has not left us in the dark. It may be a messy, dirty, confusing affair, like an entangled ball of emotions, that remind us of our temporary, frail and limited nature. Nevertheless, God has given us some answers that can, and will, radically change the way we look at Him, and give profound meaning to our life. This is a sample from Luciano Cozzi's book, Responding to Suffering. To find out more about the book, please visit suffering.gfcri.org. That is suffering.gfcri.org.